Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 87 of Be With Me. We're going to talk today something that caught my eye about repentance. And we're going to get to it by talking about what repentance is. And then the most important thing, I think, at least from my heart today, is what repentance is not. So our verse for today is from Matthew 4, 24, and it starts with, the the heading over the top of this is that Jesus begins his ministry, and he leaves Nazareth, Nazareth and goes to Capernaum, sets up shop there, and then this comment, this is from verse 17 of Matthew chapter 4, from that time, Jesus began to preach, saying, repent. For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And the first thing that caught my eye is, gosh, that sounded familiar. And then I turned the page literally just one page back from that. And John the Baptist, in those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. In other words, the Jesus had the same message as John the Baptist, which started with repentance. So let's talk about Uh, some characteristics of repentance and then characteristics of repentance that don't exist. Um, First of all, uh, repentance is ancient. It's been going on a long time. This is not God's first rodeo with uh, repentance. And that's because our ways have never been the ways of God. And so there's always been this gap and this breach between God and man and I am not holy And then the consideration of man is, well, maybe I could be wrong about this. Maybe I'm not the, you know, the be-all and the end-all. Maybe there's a creature greater than me, and maybe I'm wrong. So a bunch of Old Testament just remembrances. Uh, I remember when David, the heart of David, when he made a, a census that he wasn't supposed to do, and this is from First Chronicles 21. But God was displeased with this thing, and he struck Israel. David said to God, I have sinned greatly. I have done this thing. But now please take away the iniquity of your servant, for I have acted very foolishly. So if that's not repentance, I don't know what is. Uh, when David was confronted about uh, Bathsheba, and Nathan the prophet went to him and said, you've despised the word of the Lord and taken Bathsheba. David says to Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. So David is quick to repent. Psalms 42, uh, therefore I despise myself and repent. Oh, this is, I'm sorry, this is Job 42, excuse me. This is after the Lord reveals himself at the very end of Job. It's just a few lines from the end of of, uh, the book of Job. And God reveals himself in a very profound and intimate and awesome and powerful way. And uh, Job is repenting of his ignorance and wrong view and he says at the end therefore I despise myself and repent in dust and ashes so you are not if you're considering repentance today you are not the first person to have done so so repentance is ancient 
The other thing, uh, repentance is universal. Acts 17, the times in the times of the times of ignorance, God overlooked, but now He commands all people everywhere to repent. So this is something that nobody gets out of. No one can dodge this this topic of uh, repentance. And then it's uh, it's inconvenient in a sense. Um, it's, it's it's painful. It's grievous. Second Corinthians. Uh, he, he talks about, uh, as it is, I rejoice, not because you were grieved, because you were grieved into repenting, for you felt a godly grief, so that you suffered no less through us. For godly grief produces a repentance that leads to salvation. So there's all kinds of good stuff in there. But it's grievous. It's it's inconvenient. It's painful. It's, uh, you know, I got throw up in my mouth, the mouth of my heart, and it leads to salvation, so that's good. And then I was thinking about the rareness of repentance. Um, to change one's mind, I was thinking about our political climate today and how often is it that someone goes from one political view to another pol- political view? Well, it's very similar. Uh, how often is it that we change our minds to God's mind? And in looking, I looked up the definition of metanoio, which is the Greek word for repentance, and there's a component of it that is a feeling, and there's a component of it that is doing. So after you change your mind, or maybe before you change your mind, there's a feeling, I think, oh my goodness, what have I done? And then after you change your mind, then doing. So it's thorough. So it involves your mind, it involves your emotions, and it involves your behavior. And the other thing, and this is kind of my big thought for the day, is that repentance is contemporary. And the the verse for today says, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Does that mean that it's going to be not at hand someday? And I think, yeah. So in heaven, as the book of Revelation says, there's going to be a day when there's no more tears and no more death. So things are going to change. So all these characteristics about repentance being rare and inconvenient and grievous and contemporary and universal and ancient and current, what is repentance not? And here's the big thought for the day. It's not in the future. There's a day when we don't repent. There's a day when we cannot repent, which is just sort of terrifying in some ways. So my prayer today for all of us is, and I'm going to give you a scary prayer, uh, which is if you if you know something you need to repent of, the prayer is help me. That's my secondary scary prayer. My real scary prayer is if I don't know, if I can just look at my mind and my life and I don't think I can see anything to repent of, the prayer is show me if that's an accurate view. So it's a scary prayer today. Why? Because repentance, for the most part, is contemporary. And there's going to be a day, remember Lazarus and the rich man story, when repentance is not available to us. So repentance is not going to be in our future. It's in our now. Thanks for listening.